Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast. I'm Rebecca Bonington and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Tricress. We're here to make it happen for every single ambitious, small to medium-sized business on the planet. How do we do that? We have a range of fantastic tools and techniques to scale your business to the next level. So there's no need to be lonely. There's no need to be confused. We can map out your future growth with you as you grow. We train partners in our methodology and if you want to be one of our partners, go to our website tricrest.com, find out more. And as a business, you can access all our content online via our Fuel My Business app. Find that at tricrest.com too. Without further ado, I'm going to let you listen to our guest this week. Our guests all have run businesses of one kind or another, and they're either at the beginning, middle, or end of their entrepreneurial journeys. So listen, learn, enjoy, and subscribe. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Journey podcast. Today, I have Sarah Mack with me. Hello, Sarah. How are you? Hello there, Rebecca. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thanks. Really well, indeed. Good. Now, Sarah, you are a menopause and wellness coach. Okay. I am indeed. Which sounds really good. And I'm going to let all our listeners into a little bit of a secret. I have used your services, all right? And that's one of the reasons I've got you onto the podcast. But before we get into all of that, how did you end up here? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's quite a story. All right. Go that's what we're here to Okay. Listen. Here goes. Um, so... I um, started with menopausal symptoms myself at the tender age of 42. I'm 47 now. Which is quite um, young, isn't it? Which is quite young, yes. And like most women, I think, of my generation, we're completely unprepared for menopause. To be honest, I didn't even realise I was in perimenopause. I didn't really give it a second thought. Yeah. Now, going back to 2016 my husband actually had suffered a major heart attack at the age of 48 um and at that time I was working in HR in my family business um and it came obviously as a bolt out of the blue it was sort of good Friday morning we were actually working out at the time oh my goodness Andy in one room of the house me in the other room of the house um, and he came in all clammy and sweaty and we just thought he was, you know, had a bit of a rough workout and needed to sort of, you know, cool down. But as it turned out, it's a long story, but we ended up in A&E and he was suffering a major heart attack. So that sort of uh, preoccupied our thoughts at that yeah. time. Um, yeah. And that led me in 2016 down the path of nutrition I was always interested in health and in nutrition at that, at that time anyway mainly just for my own benefit but obviously when Andy suffered his heart attack I thought well I really need to start and do a deep dive now 
um, to do everything we could as he was only 48 as well to aid his recovery. So yeah, so I went down that route. I started to study nutrition and uh, just a year later in 2017, we actually launched our own brand of nutritional supplements oh, off wow. the back of how um, Andy had recovered and how he'd used nutrition and supplementation to aid his own recovery and how it had massively benefited him. We just decided one day, well, why don't we? We're buying all these supplements, you know, we're getting them from all different kinds of sources. Why don't we source our own and provide our own range of trusted supplements? We know where they're coming from, you know, we know that they're sourced and made in the UK. So we actually launched our own brand of nutritional supplements really? uh, back in 2017, uh, which we still have that brand. We still run that business together. That's Fortress Health. Um, and then in, uh, well, it would have been two years later when I was 42, right. I actually started to wake up in the night soaked in sweat and suffering heart palpitations and panic attacks. And it's the first time I've ever suffered anything like this in my life. Pacing right. up and down the bedroom, thought I was having a heart attack. These were coming fast and frequent in the night. Um, so bad, I was so soaked in sweat in the night that I was having to change the sheets on the bed, I was having to lay on the towel, I was utterly exhausted. Not once did I think, oh, I wonder if this could be menopause or perimenopause or that, that didn't even enter my head, I hadn't even thought about menopause. My mum was of the generation where she didn't talk about no menopause in fact I was laughing with my husband the other day because uh, I think when she found out I was a, a menopause coach she was quite horrified really <laughs> was she oh, I better not mention that to my friends you know oh she's going around talking about menopause <laughs> and she said to me the other day oh they're even talking about it on tv now aren't they yeah they are thank goodness yes Thank goodness, uh, but that is the attitude of sort of my mum's generation, my grandma's generation, people that I grew up around just never talked about periods, never talked about sex, never talked about menopause, oh, don't mention these things, are great taboo. Yeah. So I was totally unprepared for, for menopause myself. It wasn't until I started to get hot flushes in the day and I said, suddenly started to occur to me. I thought, well, is this just, you know, a, a reaction, a delayed reaction? I've been through a period of stress with Andy's health scare, with setting up a new business, which is stressful. Um, but eventually I sort of more and more I looked into, oh my goodness, you know, I'm, I think I'm going through menopause. And I did speak to my mum at that time and say, I think I might be going through menopause. When did you go through the menopause? Right. And she said, oh, yes, I was 43. I thought, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it suddenly dawned on me that that's what I was going through. So off I went to the GP to try and get help for myself. Um, nice GP. I'd been under this GP for quite a long time, but he was an older gentleman and he just sort of said, no. You're too young to be going through menopause you know it'll just be stress it'll just be this it'll just be that maybe you need some antidepressants because I was going through anxiety and low mood 
I'm like, oh no, 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 there's no way I want to go down that route. Um, always in favour of, uh, you know, nat natural remedies. Didn't think I would ever want to go down, down the route of HRT. Obviously, I'd heard myself all, all the scares that had been in, in the press about that. But the more and more I looked into it, I threw myself into research and education and I helped myself. I eventually went to a very well-known menopause clinic. I actually went to the Newsome Clinic. Mm, yeah. She's headed up by Dr. Louise Newsome. Yeah. She's and really found out people's lives, I think. I think she has. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's an amazing lady. Yeah. Um, and after speaking to the doctor at their clinic, I thought, well, you know, there's really a lot I don't know about this. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking, oh, I don't want to take HRT because, you know, I've heard it causes breast cancer. And But then the more you learn about HRT and the new modern forms of HRT, the body identical HRT, HRT, which I knew nothing about, that actually completely turned me around. I did a complete 360, threw myself into research, it's not HRT is not right for everybody, but no. the route that I went down it certainly helped me. I don't believe it's a silver bullet. Yeah. Um, you know, I believe that you need to um, introduce nutritional um, and lifestyle changes alongside HRT. Yeah. It certainly isn't the cure on. It isn't right for everybody, uh, and not everybody wants to take it either. Yeah. Um, so the more, more I learned about it, the more I started to feel better and the more I did to improve my lifestyle through nutrition, through supplementation, through HRT, through changing my exercise routine, to looking into mindfulness and learning about slowing down, reducing stress. I thought, Do you know what, I'm really so interested in this I want to study it so I, that eventually led me to the menopause experts group where I underwent their full training program oh, wow. it's headed up by um, a panel of clinicians psychotherapists experts in in women's health and um, that led me to become a certified menopause coach um, and I wanted to help other women and educate other women who were totally and utterly clueless like myself, yeah. going through absolute turmoil in the topsy-turvy world of hormonal chaos and help them to realise that there's so much that they can do to help themselves. There's loads. And after the... So I've got so many questions for you now, Sarah. After our session, um, I was talking to one of my friends... And she went through a very late menopause. Hers didn't start until she was 55. And I said to her, her mum died a number of years ago. I said to her, do you know when your mum went through menopause? She said, no idea. We never talked about it. And I, I, the only reason I know when my mum was going through menopause is because she had terrible uh, problems with uh, cysts on her ovaries and she uh, had hysterectomy in her late 40s and then went straight on to HRT after that so again you know I don't know what age she would have gone through a natural menopause so it's really important that women if they can speak to their mums about it because you'll get really good insights but my friend who went through the late menopause she's now 60 still experiencing 
what she thinks are symptoms, but she's got the other thing at the other end. You're too old to experience those. Put yeah. straight onto antidepressants. Yeah. Yeah. And I was telling her about some of the symptoms I've got. And she's going, I've got that. I've got that. And I went, well, it, it's maybe not anxiety caused by depression. It's maybe anxiety caused by the fact that you can't flip in sleep. Everything hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you just, you know, your brain is befuddled, discombobulated yeah. is my favourite word. Yeah. <laughs> I love that word. Oh, oh <laughs> I could used to describe to my husband how I felt I just like <laughs> I just feel discombobulated I don't feel like me but yes. I'm not depressed but I'm just I'm just not right it's really hard I don't think we have the language do we necessarily no, no. um yeah I often use the word chaos okay because when i looked it up in the in the dictionary it says it, it, it describes a, a time of, of disruption and confusion yeah yeah and i think that is a, a really good word it often is confusing and and also there can be confusion because you can do the other thing where you start putting everything down to menopause as well yeah yeah, it's true. when there can be other things at play, and sometimes thing other things to rule out as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it's it's a very strange time in your life, and it's not dissimilar, is it? I think to teenage years. Yeah. Where yeah. we go through the hormonal flux at the other side, where we're becoming fertile. <laughs> True. And that's a ooh, that's a roller coaster ride. My my daughter's going through it at the moment, and it, it's an interesting one. My poor husband's got a teenager and, and a menopausal woman. With my husband, he said to me, he said, I've got a nearly 14-year-old daughter and a menopausal wife. And I went, I'm really sorry, babes, but <laughs> You just yeah. have to work through it. We'll just work yeah. through it together. <laughs> yeah, and that's something I say is that especially when I talk to people in the workplace, we mustn't forget that menopause affects everybody. Yeah. It has a knock-on effect on everyone, on husbands, partners, yeah. colleagues, you know, family members, our parents. I mean, we the, the disruption of menopause comes at a difficult time because we're often what well, the sandwich generation where we're looking after kids that are still at home and also aging parents as well yeah. so you know we can be slap bang in the middle of that and if if we're not coping it has a knock-on effect on those people as well it's true you know, we can't care for other people if, if we're not feeling particularly great ourselves well, the light bulb moment for me, thanks to you, Sarah, uh, was when you were talking about the need for additional rest and how your adrenal glands kick in. So just you, you, you're the expert, you say, because that that was a massive light bulb for me. So explain that to everybody because it was so helpful. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing um there's two biggest things that I always recommend to all women, and this is fairly universal for menopausal women, is 
if you do nothing else, get two things right, reduce your stress levels, slow down. And two is balance your blood sugar. Super, super important because the decline in estrogen and progesterone and testosterone, all those hormones decline during menopause. But what happens is, like you, like you said, Rebecca, is that you, your adrenal glands take over. So what happens in menopause is our ovaries stop functioning and they stop producing the hormones because we no longer have periods, we're no longer fertile. So our ovaries have, no longer have the need to produce the, those hormones required for that function. But to keep our hormones in balance, to keep our bodies and our health stable, our adrenal glands then take over the job of producing the hormones in smaller amounts and in a different weaker form, but they take over producing estrogen that was once produced in our ovaries. And that's supposed to keep us in a, in a state of homeostasis. But unfortunately, our adrenal glands, one of their major roles and what they're mainly responsible for is producing the stress hormones, the cortisol and the adrenaline. And they will always, always prioritise survival. So our bodies always prioritise survival over anything else. Okay. And our, our, our body's interpretation of survival now is very different to what it was. <laughs> Eons ago, I'm used to be chased by saber-toothed tigers. Yeah, there's, there's none of those around anymore. No, it now thinks when we're stuck in traffic or, or we're late for work or, or there's, you know, we've got a deadline to meet or something like that. Our body thinks that we are fighting off a saber-toothed tiger yeah. and it will prioritise survival in, in those situations and we will... It will prioritize our adrenals will prioritize producing the adrenaline and the cortisol for the fight or flight response. And we can become in a chronic state of stress where our adrenals are constantly pumping out these hormones and they have to prioritize that over producing the estrogen that yeah. is supposed to be doing in once we reach menopause. So we've got stress levels and, and our stress levels naturally increase as we go through menopause and we also our cells can naturally become insulin resistant as well because the increase in cortisol can cause our cells to become naturally insulin resistant during menopause so this is why it's super super important to reduce your stress levels so we can stop creating that constant stream of stress hormones and we can allow our adrenals to take over and, and produce the estrogen that it needs to produce in menopause and then also by balancing out our blood sugar as well we're helping ourselves not to have those blood sugar spikes and crashes as well so it can really even things out and help to stabilize some of those really troublesome menopause symptoms alongside other things I mean like I say I, I'm on HRT and I think it's been a great thing for me personally um it's not right for everybody but you know we can make these natural changes um to actually stabilize our body without needing to necessarily some women can, can are very very lucky and go through menopause with 
very few symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky my friend, them. My friend Margaret went, oh, I just it was over in a year and it was fine. I was like, bitch, that's just not fair. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I don't know what the fuss is about. <sighs> so you you gave me and this is really interesting. I loved your coaching because I don't know whether you realize this, but with that information, you gave me the permission, probably for the first time since I was 14, to to not run around like an idiot to actually have official permission to go, do you know what? You just need to slow right down and just yeah. rest more. Yeah. So since about the age of 14, I don't know what you were like or anybody else, but I have been so driven to, you know, get my O-levels, get my A-levels, leave home, get my degree, get a job, get a house, get climb the career ladder, start a business, grow a business, get, a, you know, etc., etc., etc. And for the first time, whilst juggling three kids, a divorce and married again and all the rest of it, yeah. for the first time ever, I, I've just gone, no, I'm not doing it. I'm just yeah. I'm not doing it. So yeah. since we have spoken... I made a mental choice to to not be busy anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well done. I'm loving that. It's it's the biggest piece of advice that I can give to anybody who's listening to this who's struggling with menopause is, for goodness sake, please, out of any time in your life, prioritise your self-care now more than ever Start putting yourself first for a change because we don't, do we, as women? Like you've just said, we're all things to all people, aren't we? We tend to try to be everyone and everything. And we're, we're our own worst critic and our own worst enemy. We berate ourselves if we're not being superwoman. But like I've just said, you can't care effectively for other people if you're absolutely defunct yourself. Mm -hmm. Um and so many career women as well, you know, like like yourself, Rebecca, you know, that are high-flying, that have got great careers, you know, C-suite executives go through menopause too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I wonder? I don't know how old Liz Truss is. Exactly. She's the same age as me, I think. Is so, she? I'm thinking, bless her. <laughs> woman has <laughs> taken on the one of the world's hardest jobs Seeing yes. the death of the longest serving monarch two days into one of the world's hardest jobs, and she's about to go into perimenopause. The poor woman. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, Liz Truss, if you're listening to this, can yeah. you please at least take some time out each day? Definitely. For self care, because it yeah. is so important. Yeah, but yeah. it is, it's a time to slow down. But what happens as well, and one thing I always urge is please, I encourage women through my coaching as part of it is to start to do what I call a life audit oh. and to look at the areas in their life where they can start to delegate 
when they can start to pass some things because we're not good at that either are we We'd, oh I'll just do that I mean I'm guilty of it myself you know I should sometimes follow my own advice I do try oh, wow. I'm not perfect <laughs> None of you know my daughter will come down oh I haven't got this oh just give it to me I'll line it mm. you know but we need to start looking at things where can we start to get help you know can we start to just do a list and do an online shopping, have a shopping rotor where we have four weekly rotor of meals and we put the same list through our online shopping? Can we, you know, start to just delegate some of the tasks if we're in a fortunate enough position to get a cleaner in, for goodness sake, do it, you know, yeah. uh, don't, you know, for a long time. About it. Yeah. 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 Just, you know, take some time. If it's just time to go and have a bath and shut the door and light some candles and just be on your own or read a book, go for a walk. I mean, I, you know, part of my studies led me to mindfulness because I realised the importance for me in, in dealing with my panic attacks and my panic disorder during menopause. Mindfulness has been a big part of that for me. And it's something that, you know, through my coaching, I gradually start to introduce as well mm -hmm. to say, well, you know, just take some mindful moments in the day because that's when you can really start to, again, like I said, bring those just slow down. I've gone, I've definitely, I've gone back to my transcendental meditation. I'd kind of lost track of that a little bit and I've definitely gone back to that, which is great. And as I say, just... Do you know what it is? It's stopped feeling bad about not being busy. Yeah. That's that's the thing I'm, I'm so over now, which is fabulous. Now, brilliant things. One, I, I've met your husband, Andy, on a Zoom call through other bits of business, and he's great. Yeah. He looks like he's in perfect health. I'm assuming <laughs> you're all right. Yes. Good. Phew. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, fitter and healthier than, than he's ever been, funnily yes. enough. And sometimes you have things happen to you, you have health events which push you to improve your life um, in so many different ways. And, you know, he's had to learn, one of the big things he's had to learn, again, is, is to reduce stress. Right. Stress yeah. is one of, you know, it throws, just throws our body into complete haywire. And I do blame modern modern life for uh, the reason why menopause symptoms are often as, as bad as they are because of the way we live our lives do you think in less stressful times they just weren't as bad yes i do right yeah i do think that i think modern life and i think you know I think there's a thing now, oh, why are we making such a fuss about menopause? And it's always been around. Well, of course it has. It's always been there. Women have always been through menopause. But, of course, we're living longer now. Yeah. We're leading more demanding lives. And yeah. um, I was looking at a figure the other day, 4.4 million women are in the UK workforce today who were aged between 50 and 64. Right. And it's the fastest growing demographic in the UK workforce today. Right. So, you know, we're living longer. We've got longer careers. We're staying in the workplace. We're, we're, we're in high, high-powered jobs. Yeah. You just mentioned Liz Trust there. 
you know, we, we're still here, we, we're alive and kicking, we're not retirement age yet, you know, we're still working, we're still out there, we're, we're valuable, we're valuable to society, you know, we've got so much experience, we've got so much to give, yet one in four of those women are actually leaving the workforce, they're actually leaving the jobs due to the menopause symptoms, so, you know, part of what I do is support in the workplace um, is providing training and web I do webinars and uh, workshops for managers, for HR and for employees as well, providing um, menopause awareness workshops because education is key. You know, you, I would say you don't know what you don't know and, and you know, some of this is not not actually, I say it's not actually rocket science, but it's things that we don't often know or we don't think about. You know, me just explaining to you, Rebecca, about your stress levels and why it's so important. Having that knowledge now makes you think, oh gosh, it makes sense and I really do need to do that. Yeah. And you understand why. So education is key to really helping keep these women in work and, and keep women functioning well and you know there's no reason why we shouldn't be thriving in menopause and seeing it as a great time in our lives because it is not all doom and gloom I don't want any younger women listening to this <laughs> oh my god I'm so terrified of the menopause and, and hitting that stage in my life because you know there's so much great information out there. There's so much great help. There's so yeah. much happening now to break down these. I'm so proud of our generation that we're really the first generation that's flying the flag yeah. and breaking down these ridiculous taboos yeah. of why we can't just talk about menopause because the more we talk about it, the more we learn about it, the more we know how to control our symptoms how to help ourselves where to get help yeah. and um you know continue to thrive because we've got so much of life ahead of us it's true and you know the upsides of it and if anybody who listens to this know that i swear quite a lot i'm from manchester and yeah I just, <laughs> you you get i'm from west yorkshire so there's not much i am uh, so after <laughs> 45, you just give less and less of a fuck, basically, yes. as you get older. And that's definitely a massive upside that you, you get to a point, don't you? Like, I don't care that I've got saggy, flabby bits. No. It doesn't matter. I don't care that I want to be comfy in my big pants or wear flat shoes. Yeah. I just don't yeah anymore you also, I, I think as well you don't suffer fools anymore you just don't know about you but I'm, I'm just like do you know what I'm just working with people I like that's yeah it. <laughs> everybody else can go away and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, absolutely it's one of the best things about getting older and yeah. wiser that you just think do you know what I don't need to put up with that crap anymore yeah, yeah. really don't so you just don't yeah. which is great and that is a massive upside and you're right and and since having my session with you I got the Peruvian ginseng great top tip yeah good well done and I got my omega-3 yeah tip, feeling good 
so I've got this balance now, and I think I've got it about right, actually. Fantastic. I've got another session next week, so I'll give you a full update on that. But yeah. it actually now I'm feeling less and less discombobulated um and just much more on an even keel and it and it's great so again for anybody out there please you know the doctors the doctors are very constrained by their nhs protocols they literally have a little list of things they're allowed to do then they're not really allowed to go off script so I'd urge anybody to seek out somebody like you, Sarah, who's qualified, clearly extremely knowledgeable, and just get a little bit of additional help and support, definitely. Yes. So where, where are you taking your business? Where is it going to head? Oh, well, just I just want to help as many women as possible, as many women as possible. So, you know, it's... I offer, as I say, I offer one-to-one coaching, so that's open to anybody and everybody. You can go to my website, you can book a session um, one-to-one with me online. Or um, I'm going into workplaces, and one of the things that I'm trying to offer now is educating women through their employers. Right. So they can get the education that they need to help themselves, which helps them in both in the home life and in the work life. So it is a two-pronged approach because we spend a lot of time at work and we spend a lot of time, often more time than we do at home. So it's getting support from all angles to really, really help help these women that are, that are really struggling because some women, they are struggling really yeah, quite badly. Yeah, they are. What's your website called? Say it out it's loud. It's saramack.co.uk. Sarahmack.co.uk. So head over there. There's information on everything that I do. Menopause at work and one-to-one coaching. You can. There's a link in there if you want to to book a session with me. I usually do an hour and fifteen minutes as an initial session, as a discovery session, as a form to fill in beforehand, um, and then we can go through. It's because one thing I've learned is every woman's experience of menopause is different. That's been a big thing for me. All, all the different women that I've, that I've helped and that I've spoken to, it's that we are all different. Like I say, some women are very lucky and have no symptoms and some women suffer terribly and have a multitude of problems. So, you know, it's coming up with a unique tailored solutions and helping. What I do is... Uh, there's no judgment from me. There's no preaching. There's no saying this is what you've got to do and what you haven't got to do. It's it's talking to you about what your options are, helping you to understand what's going on with you, and also coming up with some practical solutions, but allowing you to make the right, right choices for you. Yeah, definitely. And that's what it's about. Uh, if your business had personality or a character, how would you describe it, Sarah? This is my last question. Oh, uh, a cuddly, fluffy animal that's there to give you a big hug because that's <laughs> what we all need. It's like a big hug through the computer. Come here, come here, have a hug. I understand. I know what you're going through. <laughs> oh, I love yeah, that. That's you a... You've got to have a laugh, haven't you, as well? You know, I like to laugh at myself and laugh at the situation. 
inject a bit of humour. But yeah, I would say, you know, if you want to log on and have a little look through a computer, <laughs> I'm here. Paramac.co.uk. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you so much. And I can highly recommend your services. Thank oh, you. Thank you, Rebecca. And I'm pleased that you're, you're feeling uh, back on an even keel again. It's great to see. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneurial Journey podcast. We hope you really enjoyed that guest. Remember to go to our website, tricrest.com, T-R-I-C-R-E-S.com. Find out about becoming a partner with us. Uh, Find out about how to engage with us to help grow and scale your business to the next level. And discover more on our online platform, Fuel My Business. Remember to subscribe to the podcast here and we'll see you again for the next episode. Bye.